Aloha and welcome to Holistic Wellness Revealed. I'm Letitia Sharp, welcoming you on this journey that we're going to take to discover all the different paths of holistic wellness. Today we're talking about authentic exposure and living our true authentic selves finding our vibrational matches. Joining me today in this conversation is singer, songwriter, and sound alchemist, Lucy Lynch. Aloha, Lucy. Aloha. Thank you for having me here today. Welcome. So, so welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, You know, it's funny because when we talked about what we were going to discuss, we've gone through a few different options. And every time we get on the phone, we just start blah, 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 and just we can't stop because we just get so excited when we start talking to each other. And that's how I know that we're in complete flow. And I've known you when we talk about authentic exposure, we're talking about really sharing our true selves and we've known each other for about 15 years and we've gone through a lot of life um in each other's uh, existence and experience i've known you as a nanny i've known you as a singing coach voice coach i've known you as this amazing songbirds alchemist now healing through this medicine of sound and um i just want to talk to you about that because our identity how does your identity either kept you stuck in who you are or allowed you to sort of expand and be your next version or your full authentic version of yourself Mm, that's a very beautiful question. And I think I'm just really recently discovering a few of those answers myself. Like, I feel like in my life, it was always like in different phases, as if it's not only one transformation from the cocoon to the butterfly. That's like just one of my favorite analogies, metaphors that I'm utilizing, you know, just it makes the most sense to me that I'm going from that cocooning, you know, creating a new identity and then being in that kind of like muddy experience and then spreading the wings and fly. And for a while I thought, oh, there's just only one big transformation, right? Like one awakening and then I'm done and then I can just uh, move on my way. And now I, for me, I have come to realize it's almost like ebb and flow. It's like a, it's breathing. It's a living organism. So there is, um, different expressions and different transformations into different kind of butterflies and different phases in my life. And I feel like the less I resist that calling to a new transformation, like let's say from back then, from the free living nanny, living in a van, surfing, playing a little music on the side, discovering my life in Hawaii, then, you know, creating my business, doing something, becoming like a vocal coach. And then I wrote 
besides that, I wrote a two-woman show with a friend of mine. So we performed that one for eight years. We won an award and all of those beautiful things. And then I could feel at some point, oh my goodness, those things are coming to a close because another layer has just revealed itself, which was about 10 years ago when I received this calling through a dream that I'm really now invited to serve through the power of sound with crystal singing bowls and gongs. And for a while, I did it all at the same time. I had my band, Lucy and the Perfect Wave. I had Money Talks, but what the hell is it saying? The show. And I had the sound healing, the sound alchemy work. But slowly, I could see that things wanted to be shed. Yeah. And then I I almost resisted it. And that's when the... the then it, when it became painful. So I hope this kind of answered your question is like listening to those little hints that the soul is giving me and then allowing those different phases to, to be. And they overlap for a while, but it is okay to let one identity go. Right. Yeah. And I, I feel like that happens a lot with people when like say, uh, one thing that I would equate it to would be having a business and then letting go of the business and being like, oh my gosh, what do I say now? How do I describe myself as working out of my home when I had a thriving, bustling, successful clinic for 15 years? And then, oh, now I'm a mom. And how does that change? And it's almost like you do sort of go through a bit of grief don't you, when you let those things go and you have to find this redefining within yourself of where am I being guided? Um, And I think sometimes it's easier because it's almost like the new might have already shown up, right? Let's say I'm already doing the sound alchemy. And so then it's easier at some point to let something go. But what in those moments when the new didn't show up yet, but you feel, and I get goosebumps even saying this because many of us, you know, many of the people that that I encounter in these days, clients of mine, they are sharing that. But right now I don't know anything yet. It's like blurry. I don't have an invitation yet. I don't have another thing yet that has revealed itself. All I know is I am supposed to leave the relationship. I am supposed to leave the place where I'm living. I am supposed to, you know, let go of my job, but I don't know. There is nothing new that has revealed. So it's kind of scary, you know, those are the moments when it gets really juicy, right? Right. And that's okay to be in the non-knowing because ultimately our hearts know, right? Our, our soul knows. So why do we have to have our brain know? Our brain really doesn't know. That's one of my favorite things to settle into is people ask me all the time. They're always trying to get me to define what am I doing with this? What am I doing with that? And I'm just like, it's really none of my business. I'm just doing what my soul is telling me to do. And if I do that, if I make that the main thing, everything else will fall into place and magic will happen. And that's when the butterfly spreads their wings. Like you, you are saying so beautifully. I want to, um, Oh, go ahead. No. And the fear, I think like sometimes, to really have no fear of that 
that release, right? Because I feel like it's the fear of loss. It's the fear of, of, of loss and getting lost, feeling lost, mm. right? Like, it's almost like, for me, I would describe it as falling backwards out of the universe. Like, that's for me in those times of transformation. It's that sensation that I'm getting that can be very scary, that I'm just falling out of the universe. But what I, what actually really happens is I'm almost like falling backwards into my heart space. Yes. And to really follow that as a, yes. as a navigator. Yeah. Yes. And we were talking about this too on our, our conversation about how a lot of times people are searching, searching, searching outside of themselves. And we find these classes and these courses and all of these tools that we're looking for to be able to help us get back to who we are on the inside and what our actual authentic vibration is. And a lot of times it feels like, and I, I mentioned this in the description of this conversation is it feels like we start going into mimicry. We start going into idolization. We start going into copying other people instead of getting back to the true role of those classes, which is to find ourselves inside, is to go to that inside journey and continue to discover who we are. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like, you know, the these courses have all their place, obviously, but I can see for, and I'm only speaking always for myself, you know, everyone is really responsible for themselves. And I'm just speaking from my own experience here. Um, it is that I could sense a certain form of addiction almost. Like it started, I started becoming addictive to another teacher, another course, another how to do this in five steps, another this and that. <laughs> and what it really did was it kind of almost kept me away from really going into action because it was always like, no, no, there's another layer. Before I can actually really show up with my gifts, I need to first totally take care of my my money energies, my money blocks or whatever, right? And then once I have done that, oh, there's another block. It's the soul partner block, right? It's the womb block, the heart block, the lung block, the ear block. So everything is like, and there's all these blocks, the layers of blocks. And so I could see at some point, I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. What about now letting it all go for a moment, going really into a cocoon of the inside and take a look. What of these things that I have actually taken in have actually sprouted? What is actually something where maybe there already there are the fruits, but I haven't seen them because I'm so busy planting new seeds and new seeds and new seeds. And I'm so busy like a squirrel hiding my nuts here, hiding my new things here. You know, So in a way, I feel like so now for me, I have come to a place where it's like, can I just take a look what is already there and live from that place? And what is, I mean, that's a practice that I've really allowed myself to just get into over the last, well, forever, but really been actively practicing it for the last year is what brings me back to myself? What brings me back to that safety inside of me? And I know what my answers are, but let's, what, what brings you back 
to you? How do you recalibrate to that light that shines from within Lucy? That is a very, very deep question, you know. Um, I hope you can still hear me because a truck decided to be right in front of my window right now. <laughs> um, yeah, a very, very deep question. Because I have been, you know, to be very vulnerable and, you know, speaking about authentic exposure, <laughs> I've been in a very dark place for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Meaning dark, not necessarily as like a, you know, like dark, spooky, negative, all of that dark, but in a place where like literally I could feel like a pole within. And for those who know me know that I'm usually a very much of an extrovert very much like on stage and everywhere. I, I dance on every wedding, on every party, and I sing a song for everyone. And it felt like slowly over the last year or two, I've been pulled in, not through the pandemic. Through the pandemic, I was out there giving and sharing and doing. It was right after when the world came back to a so-called normal, I was uh, pulled in into that space. And it was funny, not even my music, I was not able to utilize my music to, to get me out of this. And so it was actually something very different, a different artistic expression. So I started collecting nature, seeds in nature, because nature really was the connection that brought me back to this. And I, when I was doing hikes and walking with my dog, I started collecting these tree seeds, like mm. uh, shells, yeah, yeah, for um, mahogany trees. And so I went home and I took out my colors and brushes and I started coloring those seeds. And that really somehow for hours, you have to, I was for hours just in my room on the floor painting these seeds in my favorite colors and with little stars and little this and little blings and little glitters. And that really has somehow re-sparked something. And I started calling them seeds of love. And then at the same time, one of my songs came out, Love is the Only Way. So I decided to go into a Christmas market and sell these at, as Christmas tree ornaments. And I gave away my song, Love is the Only Way with it. So I felt like that was something that re-sparked that and how I could kind of like find, find my, my light again. And recently... It has been through very simple things, I have to say. It mm -hmm. is making myself my favorite coffee and being in the garden barefoot, feeling the earth. Yesterday, I went down to the beach and I just consciously did breath work with myself on the beach walking. Mm. And taking in the energy of the earth, then I walked into the ocean. I imagined how the ocean would pull out anything that I no longer need out of my body. Like it was, it really has become much more reconnecting to nature and also in quiet time. So I'm no longer. I usually would then, oh, I call a friend, I talk about these things or something. And that has changed. I actually really don't talk a lot about it anymore because I feel like it's almost like Tish, and Oscar almost makes me cry, but it's all said and done. It's all said and done. So now it's really about being it. For me, it's about embodying it. For me, it's about no longer pushing and forcing, no longer trying hard, no longer working more and working harder. It's actually the opposite. It's like, can I trust? Can I 
absolutely, utterly trust that I'm carried by this river of life. And right now I'm practicing, I'm practicing doing less and receiving more, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, I also, when I found myself really settling into and receiving this purpose um, that's always been there, I just finally allowed myself to get into the flow with it. I realized also that it, I felt the, I feel the most at home when I am allowing um, nature to infiltrate my entire field when I'm allowing laughter that I hear um, just like vibrate off of me and through me when I hear the bees in the tree and I'm like oh I hear you you know it's a sound it's a symphony and um it, that actually makes me remember a lyric to your song. And I was going to say it later, but it's perfect for right now is the moonlight. What is it? Um, do you know what I'm talking about? So are you talking about the song, The Light, where I say where the bumblebees are flying? No. Okay. No. Wait, hold on. I got it. <laughs> Melodies of moonlight. I'm shivering, not cold. Oh, yes. Music is my remedy life is a symphony um i i love that and it feels like even though maybe you weren't in it those lyrics that came to you that were gifted to you they defined it for you they were setting the path for you yeah i really feel that a lot recently i'm i'm always amazed how you know it feels like I'm always ahead of my time. And I've been like that basically my whole life where I would have, you know, a one woman show back in Germany and people would say, ah, you know, it's, it's kind of like a little bit, it's too, a little bit, it's too intelligent. It's not, it's not dirty enough. Like they wanted me to, the jokes needed to be a little more sexual. And it's just, it's just not me. I had like these, these thoughtful jokes about humanity, so to speak. Well, now everyone is doing it over there and I've already moved through it. I get like, it's done. Like, because people were asking me, man, now your show from back then would be so on point. I was like, yeah. But I was called to write and play that 15 years ago. If I would do this now, I would feel like I'm going backwards. The same with Money Talks, but what the hell is it saying? The whole show was based on the quote, the Rumi quote, we all wander from room to room, hunting for the diamond necklace already around our neck. It was all about that our self-worth doesn't equal our bank account. All of So now everyone is talking about it. Money's energy, da, 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 da. I don't want to play the show anymore. Because I played it for eight years. And so the and same also, thing. Right. It's also looking outside, right? Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. But it's also that looking outside, searching outside. Broomy had it. He got yeah. it. And money really is love, right? Isn't that what we're all made of? And whether you show currency through giving a flower that you found had, that had already fallen from a tree or whether you give $10,000 because you're so abundant financially in that way, that's all, that's all money. Right. So I, I feel like, yeah, stop looking outside and really yeah. find that. Inner. Listen, 
you you the wisdom is already there for us you know i think that's what it is like it, it i've seen it now again with the song that i wrote during the pandemic and now three or four years later again now it comes alive now i can see how it actually teaches me or the teaching of that song while i wrote it was totally it was nice it was i was excited about the song but it was not it didn't have that depth for me now i'm like oh my god now it makes sense now it totally makes sense and so that's really it's really fun actually to um i wrote songs about death and grieving in a time when i hadn't experienced any of that i hadn't experienced really uh, death in a nearby uh you know in my friends or families scenarios and only last year when i lost my dad that was the first time i really was touched by death and then all those songs came back i listened i re-listened to the songs and i was like wow it was almost as if they were preparing me in a way sharing the goodies up front so I could actually tap into my own medicine when the time is ripe. You know, they were already in my medicine cabinet. <laughs> tap into my own medicine. I love and speaking of songs, again, because I'm I'm a big fan of your lyrics and your songs. And one song that always has really and it brings us to the next point that I want to make is uh, in this conversation is bringing that authentic self, um, bringing it into action, right? We found our prayer. We know who we are authentically. We know who this inner oracle is, so to speak. And we feel great in that. Now, how do we bring that vibration out to be a beacon? And um, the song that came to me for that action was Yes, I Can, you know, and what is that? That's Yes, I Can. Here I am. No more hiding. I'm ready to stand in the light. And I mean, I just I listened to it this morning again, just to make sure I had the lyrics right. And I was I literally Isabella, my daughter was all mom, really? And yeah, I had tears. I literally get tears with that song because it really is powerful. No more hiding. Stop it. Don't hide that light. <laughs> you know, no more standing in the darkness. Share it. Who are we hiding it from? I'm always wondering, you know, because what, <laughs> are, we, what are we waiting for? Literally, it's, it's always that thing. We The urgency always arrives when we experience loss, right? It's either we're losing a loved one, we're losing whatever it is, a house, a job, something, safety. And then out of the blue, it feels like urgently so everything comes alive and comes online. And then we're like able to be that. And then sometimes we settle back into that comfort of, oh, I'm, not, I'm just going to only share a little bit of myself, you know. And um, the, and funny enough, to, Yes, I Can was a song I was talking about. So when I wrote the song, it came from a very like, more like lighthearted place. I was in an online group with Tony Robbins and I was in this like, yes, make a move. Yes, yes. You know, and I wrote that song and I played it for all the the, the community in there. And then when I went to record it, uh, 
Uh, some of the lyrics changed, you know, it was lifting the veil, open the gate, I'm here to shine, it's never too late. Like that idea of lifting the veil of illusion, lifting the veil of that chitter chatter in our mind that constantly tells us we're not good enough, we're not there yet. You know, one big day in the soon, in the near future, like the carrot dangling right in front of us, right? It's that one day soon, but not now, honey, because you still need to work on yourself. You still, and so I feel like recently it's almost as if that yes, I can sprout it within me has really sprouted where I'm like, I just don't have the time to wait anymore. Yeah. Because this life is really short and nothing, no gold, no money, no abundance, no nothing will, we are all moving together into that experience of transitioning. Yeah, each one of us in their own way will leave these bodies and we will move on. So what can we, while we're in this, why don't we express this fully and see what then actually happens? Because what usually happens is we change our frequency to what's actually meant to be. And then the right people will show up, the opportunities, the invitations. And we probably all have experienced it in small ways. And then we just said, oh, that was a nice little miracle or a nice little coincidence. But what if, you know, and I'm actually recently just daring myself again. I think that's where I need to go on a big new adventure for myself. Because what if that is actually life? What if all this other stuff we've been told is actually kind of like a distraction from really coming back to that? What if it's all there for me? If I just show up, if I truly and honestly say what I want to say, sing what I want to sing, do what I want to do. What if that is really the magic essence of it all? And I, I feel like that is exactly it, you know? Um, I know that my learning and growing, and I call it catching up to myself. Yeah. Um, it just, it is faster when I just take that leap. And when I do, I jump off the ledge. I also have been doing new things. And once I take that action, when it comes into my head, then I'm like, oh, act on it right away because it may not be there tomorrow. Maybe you'll move on. So just go ahead and act on it and and don't be attached to whether it turns into something or doesn't turn into something or you're embarrassed or you fall flat on your face because all of that is part of it. It's all the biggest part of it. Like that is it. That is it. That's the experience. That's the authenticity. That's the realness that draws other people who are being real together. That's that magnetic attraction of vibrating at a certain level and attracting or creating a match, the energy for that match. Yeah. And sometimes the actual thing is actually only the hint to get you to the to the real thing, right? Let's say I'm invited to go to like a meeting with someone for lunch. And then what mostly happens is all oh, we put our earplugs in, we have our phone, we're distracted on the way to the meeting and we are just, and then we show up at the meeting. It maybe doesn't really go the, that way we want it or it's not as successful. And then after that, we're like, what was that? But if we shift it around, we're like, well, 
the meeting has begun already on the way to the meeting. And let's see what happens. And when we're then usually open, maybe we meet the actual meeting at the bus stop. Maybe you run into a homeless guy on the side of the road and he looks at you and says one sentence. I had so many of those incidents where I was maybe on my way to a big meeting with a big management company for my music. But I ended up meeting the guy from Costa Rica. I will never forget that moment. Back in Germany, I met a guy from Costa Rica on the side of the road in Hamburg. And he had a little saw and he would um, he would take coins and he would then make them into little necklaces, you know. And he gave me a little necklace with a sailboat. Then he quoted two quotes from the Bible back then. And he said, you are about to sail into the greatest adventure. Hmm. Just listen. And I did. And I started listening back then. And I heard the word Zanzibar. Zanzibar. It kept coming and coming. So next thing you know, act on it. Three months later, I found myself in Zanzibar teaching basics, you know, basic English for kids right there in a school, directly on the beach, working in the community. You know, I was there for about three, four months and it changed my life. And the management company was not the thing while that was not the actual meeting. Yeah. So just a yeah. little sidetrack to, to those, you know, we, the journey is always right, right here. And it's not somewhere over there when we finally are fully expressed. It's the way there. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's the alchemy. Yeah. That's the alchemy that we talk of. That's the allowing it to unfold the magic and um yeah so i just i really enjoyed having this conversation in front of everybody out loud bringing our inside light out loud to all of our viewers and um i'm just i can't wait to have you back on i really hope that people check out some of your songs because your lyrics are so thoughtful and so transforming and inspirational. They've inspired me in many different times of my life. And I thank you, Mahalo, so much, Lucy. And thank you for shining your light because the more that you do that and attract those vibrational matches, the more that I can do that and attract vibrational matches. And then we all just vibrate higher and higher and higher and the frequency of the planet raises actually and that's what it's it's all about so it's really like you said tish because i recently you know so 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 sweet one of my singing students you know she was very shy but she was like yeah i actually you know i started also I, i started writing songs but you know then i i listened to your songs and i feel like really you know inadequate and i then i said look Imagine you go on Spotify and there's only Adele. And God bless her. I love Adele. I love her songs. But if Spotify would only have Adele songs, it would be kind of boring. So then if you would go on Spotify and there would be only Lucy Lynch, that would be boring. You know, if there's a sound alchemist and there's only one sound alchemist somewhere, how boring. And not only that, I would have to deal with 7 billion emails every day because I'm the only one. So I would have to schedule appointments for 7 billion people. And I would be completely burned out and 
and and and and and stress. So this idea of if we all would just flip that around for us and be like, well, I'm so glad that there's another person holding the fort over there. I'm so glad another person is flashing the lights on the continent. I'm so glad another lighthouse is activated down in Spain. You know, so mm-hmm. I don't have to hold all of that because we there is it's always this idea of oh the fame and the fortune and the more the merrier. And I can only again say that from my own experience I chased it. I had tastes of it. And I came all the way back to, I love my living room concerts. I love my sound experiences with 20 to 30 people because it's also how much energy am I willing to hold all the time? How much energy am I able to hold? How can I keep my own balance and well-being? So, you know, I think it's only to sprinkle that in as another thing as well. If someone watches this and says, oh, I wish I could, but I'm not as this or I'm not as good as that. I don't have the No, like we need everyone, every single one to come to the forefront of this new movement, I believe, of raising the frequency of the planet. We need yes. And actually, I mean, that's one of my things that I tell everyone that I work with, including myself, is that, yep, that uh, comparison kills the energy of creation. And so we urge all of you to just feed the creation energy, feed your light from the inside. Um, Definitely find a way to be able to let your inner self, your true authentic vibration out into the world. Um, Thank you so much for joining us, Lucy. Thank you everyone for watching. Thank you to all of our donors and sponsors and to Think Tech Hawaii for giving us a platform to be able to have these amazing um, opening conversations on holistic wellness. And remember, you are the key component that helps your body, mind, and spirit find its way back to the most amazing experience, which is you. Aloha. Thank you so much for watching Think Tech Hawaii. If you like what we do, please like us and click the subscribe button on YouTube and the follow button on Vimeo. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and donate to us at thinktechhawaii.com. Mahalo.